Aloha and welcome everyone to Making Love Visible. My name is June Dillinger and I'm honored to have you here again. I, well, I hope it's again, or maybe it's your first time out with me in the Juniverse. I am super excited to have two fantastic women with me today. They have both published a piece in an extraordinary book called Voices of the 21st Century. And the way I know these two women happens to be from Toastmasters. Now, I don't know what you know about Toastmasters, but both of these women have competed in the state championship for public speaking. So I'm going to ask you to count their ums, ohs, you knows, likes, and so's, because I want the very best out of this program with them. The first guest I'd like to introduce to you is Dr. Paulette Williams. Paulette, would you say hello this afternoon? Aloha, June. It's my pleasure to be here with you today. It's an honor, just an absolute honor. And my second guest is Steph Kawasaki. Steph, please say hello. Hi, aloha, June and Paulette. Thank you for allowing us to be on your show today. Exciting. Absolutely. So you may be wondering what the value of this program is because making love visible comes in many different forms. And what I know about these two women is they've both retired from prominent long-standing careers. They've been aspiring to put a piece together for either a maybe a biography of their own or a piece of their life, and they have worked hard to be seen. And so Making Love Visible comes through in the form of each of these amazing women. And I'm gonna begin with you, Dr. Paulette Williams. I'm just gonna call you Paulette because that's Please. how I know you. So, <laughs> Paulette, share, where, where, where did you retire from, first of all? Finally, where did you finally retire from? Well, I was getting ready to say I'm working on my third. Well, I have completed three retirements. I was, I am actually a nurse and I worked in Durham, North Carolina at Duke Medical Center for a number of years. And I retired from there in order to join the military. And I spent 23 years as an army nurse and I enjoyed every moment of it. And I retired from that in 2004. And I was planning on just having a great time and not doing anything. And then all of a sudden, I get a call from a friend of mine from the University of Hawaii and says, Paulette, come on down and teach with us. I said, ah, I'm having too much fun. But anyway, I ended up at the University of Hawaii teaching in the School of Nursing there. And I retired from that in 2018. And now I'm starting another career in life coaching. And so that's who I am, basically. <laughs> I love it. What you all have to know is Paulette said she was going to retire. And then she said she was going to retire. And then she said she was going to retire. And I don't think that retire, I think she should just nix that word from her vocabulary because it is definitely yes. not who she is. No. <laughs> yeah. And she was the, the key person that invited me into the Toastmasters organization. And the value of our friendship has stemmed way beyond that. And I'm so grateful for all that you have coached and schooled me with in the process. And so Steph, share, share a little bit about you. And I mean, you could tell, you could tell the story of how we met if you like. <laughs> I'd love to, because June, you are my inspiration for sure. I, I retired from the federal government, Department of Defense, after 30 years, and my life has just begun. I met June 
Thank you, June, for inviting me to Toastmasters. We met at a speakers association function, and she, she, we just hit it off. Um, June, you're just the light of my life because you did invite me to a Toastmasters meeting, Alamoana Club, and you've been such an inspiration again for me. And that's how I met Paulette too. And this is just like the circle of life, right? <laughs> so, well, you know, um, Steph says that she spent 30 years in the, in the government and she only looks 30. It's just amazing. <laughs> Once Steph retired, she, she re-pulled back like 30 years of her life. I mean, now she has blossomed so much and she needs to tell you some of the things that she's been doing since she retired. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I'm most curious today, um, people have aspired for a long time to write a book. I myself, of course, as you know, worked on the benefit of the X, making love visible. I'll just show it up here real quick. Um, I've worked on this, I worked on this book for 14 years until it finally published February 9th last year. And then we had a pandemic. And so the whole, the whole vision of what publishing a book really looked like or marketing a book or, or speaking out on behalf of a book became a very different scenario. And I, I, you know, I've been out of the loop, so I don't know what's been up with the two of you to be a voice of the 21st century. I love the title of your book. And um, Steph, could you tell me how this came about for the two of you? And, uh, um, and then I'll ask Paulette a question thereafter. Mm -hmm. Sure. It was around that time, actually, just after the pandemic started last year, when I was Googling. And of course, I was in Toastmasters and I was just trying to figure out how I could improve my speaking abilities as well. So as, as well as Toastmasters. And I Googled speakers, Women's Speakers Association. And they, I signed up for, uh, you know, when they, they asked for email subscriptions. So I emailed and then they, I downloaded a free book, speakers tip book. And then since then, I've been getting promotion emails and that's when they were asking for authors or people that were aspiring to be authors, first time authors. And so I, you know, randomly sent in my application and got accepted to be placed in this book. And it, it was just wonderful, the, the model of the book for first time authors. And so I was on that path and then they were looking for a little of like three more authors. And then I thought of you, June, actually. And then I realized that you did already write a book. And so I thought, oh, Paulette has a good story because she's through Toastmasters. We, she's told her story as well. And I asked her if she'd be interested and she jumped right on it. <laughs> so I was wondering how that came about between the two of you women. And so Paulette, what did that invitation feel like? Because this feels like, to me, a chicken soup for the soul. I thought to myself, voices of the 21st century and asking real people their thoughts just mm. seems so valuable. So what did it feel like when you received Steph's invitation to check this out? Well, it was so funny the way she approached me. And she says, Paulette, have you ever thought about writing a book? 
And I says, well, I, I chuckled because I belong to the Hawaii Speakers Association. And frequently we would have um, editors coming in and publishers coming in and talking to us about publishing a book. And I remember once that the person went around the room and asked, you know, what would your topic be if you were to write a book? And I says, I'm too young to write a book. I haven't lived enough yet. So I really don't have a topic. And so when Steph called, I chuckled and I says, maybe now at 73 years old, I'm ready to tell my story. And I only had seven days to get it done, which means I had to get a professional photograph. I had to write the story and then send it in. And so I was able to do all of that in the pandemic and get it done. And I am so grateful to Steph for thinking about me. And I just wanted to mention, um, you've mentioned the book title, but that's only part of it because this is their fourth edition. So Voices of the 21st Century is their tagline. But each time the rest of it changed. So this time it's resilient women who rise and make a difference. And that's and the title of your book. Yes, it's the title oh, of the series of books. Yes. Ah, I see the series of books. Mm -hmm. And so, so next uh, year it will be different. Last year was about passion. So each year it is something about women and how we make a difference in the world. Beautiful. And so Steph, did you have to follow a set of criteria or how did you know what to write about? Or was it just a free form based on the topic? Interesting. Yes. So when we met originally with the publisher, what they do is they screen our basic ideas of our story. And if it aligns with the, the tagline of the book, the upcoming book, then they include, you know, they ask you to join in with these 40 other women or the 40 women. And um, so it's all centered around that tagline, the resilience, um, who people, um, women who, resilient women who rise and make a difference. Mm -hmm. So the, all, every year is stories around that, that subject. I see. And so um, Paulette, so if there are 40 stories in the book, do you, I'm just curious, do you happen to know how many entries there were that you, your stories beat out? Or is that, I mean, that's so, so small-minded, June, but I'm curious. Well, I don't know that. As Steph mentioned, they needed three more authors. And I don't know how many came in at the last minute, but I'm very blessed to be chosen. Yeah, it and doesn't you, matter. I'm thinking that it doesn't matter that they needed three more. They needed the content that fit the topic. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So for instance, with my book, I have seven stories that are integrated into each of the chapters uh -huh. as a gradient for understanding why each chapter has this, the title that it does, because it supports it in the healing process of the benefit of the X. So those seven stories were selected out of over what did I, I think I had uh, 57 stories with the set of criteria. So those seven stories. So the value of you having gotten into this book, uh, it lets me know that they've seriously done their homework to find people that 
really represent the title of, of what this book is about. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And so what are the next steps? Let's say, Paulette, what are the next steps with you and your book? Well, since Stephanie got me into this, we are working together to start workshops on resilience. And we have our first client and we'll start in April. So we're basically doing a series of workshops on building resilience. And you see the term resilience used quite frequently these days because of what we have been dealing with for the last year. But we want to really touch their hearts and see how resilience is working in their lives and then build upon that resilience. So with my chapter in the book, it's called A Moment in Time That Changed My Life. Mm. And I can remember that moment as if it was today. It was when I decided that I did not want my two-year-old son to grow up in a home that were, I mean, a home that was full of fear, abuse, and it appeared to be okay to be abusive verbally and physically to a woman. And that moment in time, I decided that I was getting out of that relationship. And so I'm hoping that my story will inspire other women who may be in a similar situation to pivot forward in their lives. And I have three main themes as to how I pivoted out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. And you have to read the chapter in order to find out what those three things were. Absolutely. Don't give that <laughs> gift away. <laughs> and I think my, my feeling is that either reading or listening, uh, my book is out on Audible now, which I'm so grateful for. That did take some time. Oh. But the, um, the, the time that one spends committed to reading, uh, to reading or listening has that opportunity to really digest for one's own spirit and take on their changes themselves. And so the value of a book is a tremendous in whatever form that it comes. So thank you for not, don't give us a punchline, Paulette. Don't give us a punchline. And so Steph, can you share a little bit about your story without sharing the, the secret behind it? Sure, sure. As uh, Paulette and June knows, I'm highly shy and very introverted. And so this pandemic actually being hunkered down really didn't bother me as much, but I knew inside of me, I have this internal struggle to be with people and women of like-minded and you both are, have, have just brought me out of my shell under out of the rock <laughs> from under the rock. And it's helped me uh, understand myself and so what I wanted to write was, uh, my chapter is about being, living my best self beyond myself. In other words, mm -hmm. if I realize and really understand that people like you, both strong women have poured into my life and invested into me, how much better can I be to someone else to, to pour into their life? And if I don't, you, you know, it just stops with me and how sad that would be, right? 
So that was, that's about my story is how people like highly introverted people like me have to invest in others as well. And that was my, my point. Well, I I have to believe that we all show up in a place that's exactly where we're meant to be for us. For instance, the day I met you at the Speakers Association, Steph, I mean, I certainly didn't mean to scoop you out of that organization as it was your first time there, Uh, but I had a connection with you and I felt, I saw your light and I thought to myself, she's got something else going on here. She's got to come to Toastmasters. I want to hear her voice. And however I presented it, it was in a way such that you said, okay, I'm coming to Toastmasters. And then what? You go on to compete in the state championship. So even introverts can, right? Yes. Uh, and it's, uh, it's just really special that the two of you have, have made this now uh, lifelong connection with one another. And, and through this organization where we really learn to find our voice and what it is that we're going to be doing with it. And so with regard to publicity or marketing, what's next for you, Steph? How, how, are, you, how are you planning to share this good news of this book and, and to, to see the light in others and support them through your words and your actions? What are your marketing techniques that you've got lined up? That's a really good question, June. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> First of all, the Women's Speakers Association is, is very supportive in providing us training through this process of being a co-author of this book. And so they've helped us learn how to do a little marketing on our own. Uh, the, the beauty of all this is because I partnered with Paulette, we are doing the workshops together about resilient, building resilience. In addition to that, because my story has a twist or I don't want to spoil alert, but it has something to do with Toastmasters. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, right. So, and, and again, like beautiful women like you. And so, uh, you know, making sure that we allow others to be part of it. And I think that's my, my message is to, as far as marketing it, it's not so much trying to sell people books. It's more of the message of being able to share that there's hope for everyone and that you know what how can we support you in what you're doing or what you're struggling with and we're all coaches here and why not right to this is the beauty of networking and helping other women get ahead I I I love that Um, and I'm also having a thought come up for me about a pain point because um for me, my, the pain point with my book was, oh my gosh, my friend Sharon Akaki, she would say, so Junie, how's it going? <laughs> or uh, it's only been three and a half years. And then she would, five years later, uh, are you still working on that book? And there were people all over my life. And soon enough, I felt like I was crying wolf whenever I said anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so the pain point for me became just getting it done. Mm-hmm. But the other part to it was, the, 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 the step by step by step by step and that little drip. And, and then I'm just going to say it's sick of myself on social media. And then I get introduced to this book by Gary Vandercheck called Crushing It that says you have to have a certain floor plan to get all of your marketing out there. And sometimes I'm like, look, I don't feel like it today. 
like I put some makeup on today. I put a little eyeshadow on. I got ready for my, my call with the two of you ladies and really just stepping up to the plate. So it feels like sometimes we just have to move through it. So I'm going to pose this question to you, Paulette. Uh, when, when you said I'm too young to write my story, and then all of a sudden you had this invitation from Steph, what were the vulnerability points that showed up for you that you thought about when it really came time for you to write your story? Like what, what were some of your thoughts that, I mean, not, I, I hate to think of negative things, but there's a certain sense of vulnerability that comes up that we have to pay attention to in order to be seen. And so what might those have been for you? Well, it's interesting that you mentioned vulnerability because my story is very, very personal. And I decided to tell my story this year as part of the competition for Toastmasters. So I entered the contest with my story and it was amazing how people would come up to me and says, well, I would have never guessed that you went through anything like this. But also it was an opportunity for people to come up and say, I'm glad that you shared this because a part of the speech for Toastmasters, I gave the statistics and I mentioned that one out of every nine men experienced domestic violence. And one man came up to me and says, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned men because most of the time people think that it's only women that experience domestic violence, but I was one of those nine men. And you know, then you can just give them love and hug them. And I think that it's so appropriate that I wrote the story now because since the pandemic, the incidents of domestic violence have drastically risen. When I gave the speech back in February, it was one out of every six women would experience domestic violence. Now it's one out of every four. So it has really increased over the last year. And I'm, like I said before, I'm hoping that my story will inspire someone or maybe someone you know that you can support and transitioning out of a, a relationship like that. The, the greatest thing now is that you have another for uh, you have another form of you have another medium to share. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in addition to be an expert speaker and uh, a competition winner on so many levels and so many years and a part of the organization, having a tool as such as a book for transformation that uh, people can order and purchase and use as uh, your workshops. Uh, becomes even more valuable. And the truth of it is, is when you're speaking in front of a room and you're sharing your you-ness, uh, who you are and that vibration of who you are, it just comes forward in, in such a way that uh, people get connected. They hear your story, they come up to you, they unfold like that gentleman did. And you in turn have the opportunity to heal even bigger than you ever probably thought possible. And so in this program, in this podcast, Making Love Visible, it has become apparent to me that uh, while it's not all about the benefit of the X, 
It's about the benefit of former experiences and how we're changing uh, our own lives to support the legacy that we see uh, as what we want to call forward, to bring forward, but also how we can support others and their lives and um, perhaps exposing some pain um, and really getting to the bottom of how this can show up. So uh, I am very, in, in a way, I'm so different from the two of you. I'm the butterfly that's had 78 jobs. I've done all <laughs> kinds of things. Sure, I worked for Delta for 12 years. I've had a wedding business for, for 12 years now also. But I think about the longevity and the commitment that it takes to having a 30-year career, Steph, and having three 20-plus year careers with you, Paulette, and being a retired uh, colonel. Also, um, it just, it's so much and the commitment really shows. And so to have these books is really something special. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about how people can enroll in your workshops. So Steph, would you like to share on that? Tell us more about your workshops and what's coming up. Okay, well, let's see. Right now we are targeted to do an association of women uh, and that is being worked out right now. So as we're walking through this, <laughs> you know, the saying, uh, I don't even know what the saying is, but when you go <laughs> oh, build it and they will come. Yes. Well, we're building it. <laughs> hey, I've been living my whole life that way. You know that. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're building it. And, and as far as having the plan to uh, let them come, we'll get there soon. <laughs> <laughs> soon to come <laughs> and yeah so we have different ways i'm sure we can market it as well but yeah. well i am building my website as we speak i there thought i'm one of these people that i can do it all and i decided that i need help i started it and it's taken too much of my time so i'm having someone else to assist me with that but i'm planning on conducting a blog on my website and bring in people that way. The book is also a great book for book clubs. And what we hope that some of the local libraries will give us the, their list of book clubs that we can connect with. And then we could be a guest speaker there, but also have them to really get the essence from the book. I mean, there are 40 women and their stories are just awesome. And it really will touch your heart. It's one of those books that you, you need to put it by your bedside or either in your bathroom so that when you go in, it only will take a few minutes to read a story, but yes. that few minutes will just open your heart and help you to ponder to say exactly what are the next steps in my life and when was I resilient and say, wow, I'm resilient too. And then just help them to pivot so that they can make changes if they desire in their lives as well. I feel like your book goes hand in hand with mine because my subtitle is Making Love Visible When Everything Changes. So that that the word of 2020 pivot you know how do how do we how do we shift in order to um another word navigate and down a new pathway mm -hmm. uh, of creation actually so i'm looking at the title of both of your books are down at the bottom does that mean paulette that i need to have 
I'm wait a second. So I know that both of your stories are in both books. I think I need to have one of each just so I can have your autographs. Is that right? Is that how it's working out? Yes. <laughs> and of course, yeah. for you, June, you will get one anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hand delivered. I love it. I love it. We, you. we definitely yeah. need to have a get together over that for sure, since Hawaii is now opened up to 10 people, which is really wonderful. <laughs> Thank goodness here yes. on uh, March 5th, you know, whatever yeah. we can do to make, uh, make this happen. So um, that brings me to uh, a closing point. I'd like to know if there's one gem, one piece that you feel is important in particular in about sharing a story that says, oh, this was right for me. I'm glad this came up now. Um, I never thought I'd do this in my life. Why others should consider it where other people can look for these kinds of opportunities. Um, what you hope to get out of it, what you hope to give back. Um, somebody in your life that said, ah, don't do that. Are you kidding me? Why would you ever do that? You're already, you're already all there. You've already made it to being a colonel or you've already made it to 30 years. So just one, perhaps one, maybe two things that come up for you that say, I still need to share this. And I want to share it because it's an important piece to this journey. So would either one of you like to speak first on this? I'll let Steph do it. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the one thing I'd like to leave with everyone is being able to use your voice in whichever way you feel comfortable. Like June was mentioning, whether it be verbally, would it be doing a book? Um, even if it's to come alongside someone and give them support, encouragement, writing a small short note for someone that needs help to, to, to get on with their life. I think, I believe it's, it's all about allowing yourself to be your best self. And when you give that one person the vision of hope, just imagine the impact of many. That's what I want to leave with you. <laughs> I love it. I love it because actually uh, my, um, my solution for my year for 2021 is my voice, oh. is my voice. I'm learning to speak up in, uh, uh, speak up and speak out and speak for and about and just checking in with self in, in my relationship. I took a singing lesson with Lucy Lynch and I fell apart crying. Um, and she said, lots of people do. And I was surprised because I heard my voice in a way I hadn't heard before. I'm taking dog training lessons and I'm having to use my voice in a new way. I've started this podcast because I know that I know finally that I count. I know that my light makes a difference. And so using my voice is so powerful and the vision of hope for people does inspire. And so voice is what it's all about. Absolutely. Thank you, Steph, for sharing that. I appreciate that. You got me, girl. You got me. You got me. <laughs> Paulette, what do you have for us? Well, you know, if there's anyone that's listening to us today, and if you have a story within you, and we all have stories, I would highly recommend the Women Speakers Association. And you can Google them online, it will come up. Another opportunity is coming. And 
we took, I feel, the easy way to get published. And we have become now international best-selling authors because we worked with this team. And this team, not only once you get accepted, they edit your work and make sure that it's fine-tuned. They give us ways in which we can market our, our, our sales. And it is a way of bonding with 39 other awesome women. So if you want to take that dive and take it with support, because I know June, like she said, she worked on it for years and I've been with her through her struggles and she's done a marvelous job, but you don't always have to do it the hard way. You can do it um, through a group and get support that way as well. So my message to you that we all have gone through adversities in our lives. However, rise up and really sort of rise up and meet your dream because we all have dreams. If you haven't fulfilled them yet, why not start today? Thank you, Jim. That's right. Why, uh, when would now be the right time? That's one of my favorite phrases. When would now be the right time? I, I, I honor both of you for the work that you've done. And indeed, I, I did take the hard road. And I just want to speak to that quickly that the road I'm on is the road I'm on and the road that's right for me. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the good orderly design that's meant for me, for me to grow and learn and be who June needs to be. And the same for all of you. And it's just not a competition. It's a, it's called, I'm living my life. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. if I can support you and yours, then that's what I really care about most. And, and I, in uh, in all of the shove and the love that people gave me over the years to get this, this book, the benefit of the X done, I can't thank them enough because it was that long-term friendship that kept nudging me including uh, our world champion, uh, Mr. Willie Jones, who <laughs> was kind enough to be the MC at my book launch last year. And he said that June, she just never gave up. And, and that speaks to a lot because there were a lot of people that would say, if we could just get June to be focused. And mm-hmm. um, you know what? I don't want to be focused on everything all the time. I like my butterfly lifestyle. It, like Life is so exciting. And so this podcast has served and this vlog has served as a great format for me to reach out around the world with fantastic people all over and, and having mm-hmm. you two women next to me and beside me here, both locally in Honolulu and uh, worldwide as bestselling authors is just an honor. And I'd like to thank you both for sharing your wisdom and your words and uh, for being with me here today. So everyone, all of those of you who are watching, thank you for uh, tuning in both with ears and with eyes. I appreciate you greatly. And as always, this is June making love visible for you and the world around you. Bless you all and aloha for today. See you soon. (laughs) Aloha.